In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. In 2013, the Pew Research Center did a study on teenagers' use of social media and found out that 91% of teenagers post pictures of themselves online. Now, this should not be too surprising, considering that there are selfie sticks at every tourist attraction in the city of Chicago. In fact, selfie sticks in 2015 alone has increased sales of 3,000%. Now, if you don't know what a selfie stick is, you can go ahead and look that up on the internet. But studies have shown, and anecdotal stories abound, how people have used those pictures to create an idealized image of themselves. Through social media, mainly Instagram, many do whatever it takes to maintain that image, even using Photoshop to manipulate those pictures. However, once that image is broken, when it is exposed for being what it was or is, for many there is nothing left Now today, Jesus tells a parable describing what lengths people will go to maintain an image over against the lengths to which God will go to have a relationship with them. The tenants in the parable are trying to maintain an image of being good farmers in spite of having no fruit. Rather than admitting to not having any fruit, they go to diabolical and deadly lengths to protect the image that everything is fine. But Jesus says that that image will not last because it will be either broken to pieces or crushed against the rejected stone that now has become the cornerstone. Now, this parable is actually told to the people. It is told to everyone. It isn't a parable on how bad those religious leaders are so that everyone can say, boy, I'm glad I'm not like them. Jesus wants everyone to confess they don't have any fruits in keeping with repentance. Jesus is not judging them, but rather he's urging them again to repent. But of course, some will not. Now, it doesn't matter really who you are. If you're a man, a woman, a parent, a child, single or married, we all try to maintain an image. In the Wheaton area, but really just the western suburbs, there are nice homes, nice families, nice churches, nice schools. And perhaps many of us have bought into the image that our lives need to be perfect in order to be accepted. So we try to maintain this image, this image of niceness, by having too large of a home, putting fake smiles on our children, keeping sinners out of church, and keeping certain kinds of children out of our schools. Rather than show that you are broken, We'll do whatever it takes to maintain that image. But in doing this, we make our image into an idol 
where we either sacrifice ourselves to it or hurt others in service to it. See, like the man who owned the vineyard, who sent three servants before sending his beloved son, God sent the prophets of old before sending Jesus Christ to the people to show that they don't have to be perfect in order to have God relate to them. Like the tenants who were hard against the servants and the son, our hearts can be hard, can be hardened against Jesus' word of repentance. Rather than admit we're sinners, that we're not perfect, we try to maintain an image. The tragedy is, is that Jesus will eventually take that idol and do the rightful thing. The only thing, to do, the only thing that you should do with an idol is smash it. Jesus can't work with a hard heart, but Jesus works with a heart that's been broken to pieces. The idea that Jesus works with a heart that's been broken to pieces is very painful. But Jesus breaks or smashes your idol through that pain so that you can begin to live. This is precisely what he did on the cross for you. He took all of your false idols and smashed them through the pain on the cross. This is the love he has for each one of you. He is willing to be broken by you in order to be with you. The man in the vineyard sent his beloved son so that they would respect him. Another way to say it is so that they would revere him. You see, this wasn't an attempt to strong-arm the tenants, but rather it was an attempt to show that the man was ready to forgive them for their sins. The same is for you. God sends Jesus to die for you so that you would see the lengths to which God will go in order to forgive you. Oftentimes I've heard people say that they come to church to make their lives better, as if God is here to maintain an image. Well, today we find out that Jesus doesn't make our life better, but rather Jesus is the only one that we got. We started this in Ash Wednesday, when we confessed with ashes that we are broken, that we have nothing, that there is no fruit here. Then through Lent, which is a season of dying to self, dying to an image, we learn to embrace the brokenness through confession and absolution so that Jesus would, in fact, bring us back to God. Jesus is the only one who can embrace the broken lives we live and gather them together into his one body through the Holy Eucharist. And each week during Lent, our broken lives enter into relationship with Jesus through his broken body and shed blood, so that taken together, we might become our true selves, children of God. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.